What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX, which is the Cloud Gaming Podcast. And so we're missing some people. So you guys can see in the panel, we're missing Mark. We're missing um, Jerry as well. And Holtz might make it. We don't know for sure. But if he does, we'll just add him into the mix. And we have a special guest, and we'll introduce that guest later on. Um, hold on one second. This tends to happen every podcast. Anyway, um, so we're going to get right into this, guys. We have a lot to cover. This week was kind of a slow week in the cloud gaming space, but still there's a lot of news uh, that happened. A little news, but still a lot to cover. So we're going to get right into that. Again, uh, for this podcast, we'll try to interact with the chat, we tried that last time and it seems to seem to be pretty positive. So we're going to give that a go here again. Um, so to get started, again, going to do something different today. We're going to actually talk about some um, content creators that we have watched for the week. And the reason we're doing that is because, again, we're a tight community, right? It's a lot of people who put cloud gaming down. And so I want to expose, I want to bring some light to some other uh, content creators, whether it be Stadia or just cloud game in general. So we'll ask the panel what uh, other content creators have they watched this week and you know what videos caught the interest. So to get started, let's introduce the panel. Uh, ben, how are you, sir? What have you been up to? What content creator have you been watching for this week? Um, I'm doing good. Um, I've just been trying to play a little bit of Sekiro and play a little bit of uh, Watch Dogs. But other than that, uh, the content creators that I've been following this week, I was watching the Trash Mob show with uh, Eddie Player One, <laughs> Link TV, and yeah. Meg was on there too. So that was fun. That that, that was on Eddie's channel, I believe. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Yeah. I watch a little of that too. It's a good one for sure. How about you, uh, Duncan? What have you been up to? What games have you been playing? What platform? And have you been watching any content creators for this week? Yep, I'm going to plug uh, Young Rock to start off with. Uh, he launched a new show today called Cloudburst uh, on his channel where he's brought in a load of people. He's brought in uh, people off StadiaCast. He's brought in Lloyd of StadiaCast, Eddie, Chase, uh, Clive and Avery, and they take one big topic and they just talk about it in the whole cloud. So it's, a, it's something slightly different. So I think that's well worth checking out today. Uh, for for me, over this last week, I have actually dived into more Destiny, getting ready for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> and I've been playing that on GeForce now. And uh, I have also been playing some Grid on uh, Stadia and some PUBG, and uh, I, I'm not touching watchdogs and <laughs> all that for the time being. Uh, I'm, 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 I was tempted. I was so close to dropping it today to play it on GeForce now, but I, I have resisted. I'm trying to hold off for a couple more weeks. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've actually played a fair, bit, a fair amount of games this week, which is nice. pretty good. Nice. Why are you holding off for watchdogs? 
I, I want to see what happens with it. I, I want to hold off until the stadia version, and maybe okay. then and then maybe compare or compare them like you, you, you guys have done because you've put that video right there, which I noticed as well. So, uh, yeah, I want. I just want. I just want to hold off for the time being. Okay, fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah, and uh, Rock, um, he actually was on here too as a as a guest. And yeah, I was watching a little of his uh, show called Cloudburst. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you do. It's pretty cool. Again, they pick a specific topic of conversation and I think six awesome content creators on the panel just go at it. So definitely check that out if you haven't yet. How about you, Chief? Uh, for us, we're saving the best for last, so we'll get to you in a bit. But Chief, what have you been up to? <laughs> what uh, what platform have you been playing games on? And also, what content creator have you been watching? Well, I think anybody who's been on the channel this week will have noticed that I've been on pretty much every single platform. Um, Watch Dogs Legion, I'm loving it. It is so funny, um, especially being English as well, the depiction of... Uh, British or London accents is to die for. It's just cracks me up. Um, I'd keep thinking that there's just way too much swearing in it. And then I you know, say, fuck me, there's loads of fucking swearing in this game. Oh, right. Yeah. That's about right, actually. But uh, yeah, so absolutely loving that. Uh, welcome, Holtz, who's a victim of the time change this week. <laughs> Knew there had to be one of them. Our clocks went forward. Oh, our clocks went back even. So obviously, Holtz forgot <laughs> that 10 o'clock was not 10 o'clock at the moment. Um, content creators, uh, I keep, I just keep every time he comes up, I have to go and watch Project Storm. I love watching his 4K content. Yeah. It's just such nice stuff to watch. Yeah. Um, and he's been streaming Sekiro and um, I forgot what the other game was earlier today, but he bounces between the different platforms with the 4K footage and it's really cool to see. Uh, and Rough Gaming's been streaming again and he streams in the mornings and it's great for me to just get up and watch nice. uh, some of Raf gaming stuff so those are the two that i've been really watching this week yeah it's pretty cool to see Raf back to making content for sure and again project storm he does some amazing 4k content too so yeah good stuff good stuff for sure all right, so we'll go to Holtz. Sorry for us keep you in. And we'll go to Holtz real quick. Holtz, how are you, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? And also, favorite content creator that you've been watching this week? Oh, and he's on your me. mic. Your mic is muted, sir. Carry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on. Hey. No, we can hear no, you. No, you, you know, you were muted in Shreya. Yeah. Straight. So I was using Streamyard. So I've been playing it quite a lot today. Off the cloud platform, I've been playing that demo of um, Harul Warriors: Age of Calamity. Mm. So I've been playing that while I was waiting for Axie Sekiro and Watch Dogs. So then I jumped into playing Watch Dogs, and I totally agree, a fun game. Part of me was like, hmm, the graphics wasn't up to par. What I was thinking as like next gen graphics, but I've been really enjoying it. But of course, that swear word and of them and Cockney accents. I've been walking around going la 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 la. It's just it just sort of throws me off. Too many people are going yeah yeah, yeah all these words and. Is but, it oh, that God, bad? I, mean, I think it's, I think every corner I turn, it's usually someone swearing at me. It's okay. It's my fault that I might be driving a car at them. <laughs> but you know. Every like, person you touch, every person you hit, just general conversation, it's like, yeah, it's just like walking down London. You walk you walk into a pub to get a mission and everyone's like swearing at you and they're trying to get a God. pint and I'm like, wow. That's crazy. And then 
also I've been jumped into Sekiro. Such an actually beautiful game looking at it. I'm glad I really played it. I've been playing it in like the Japanese audio and it's been really great. But at the moment I'm actually very bad at it, but I'm slowly progressing each yeah. time. Yeah. So that, ga- that game is so much harder than I thought oh it would my be. Goodness. It's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting because like right after the t- tutorial they give you a sword right and then they give you like weak bosses to like weak enemies to fight so you feel like a boss when you fight in them right and then they give you like a real main boss (laughs) and like it's like holy crap that's this game's like extremely difficult right i can't even pass the first main boss yeah that's exactly what i am and it was a quote like saying hesitation is like death but i'm like i'm like mistiming me attack is death jumping off a cliff is death Padding yeah. Finney is deaf. Everything yeah. seems to be deaf. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's fun, but so difficult for sure. All right. to Critical, but actually, I did watch Critical die quite a lot. <laughs> and a person who I like to watch each week, and yeah. I don't know this week, is the guy called Clive Illinson, aka uh, Law yeah. Kenzel of Stadia. He's just such a great guy. He yeah. just he starts off his podcast like he's going to inform educate and entertain and he does that with each podcast every monday he does a stadia night podcast and then you'll see him on tuesday doing sort of a generation x podcast and he just brings the humor and just all this big brain knowledge so he's always a pleasure to watch and then also you catch him all the time with like the uk based cloud um, streamers so you'll see him jumping in games and he's just he's just a funny guy to really watch and enjoy nice Nice. Check him out for sure. All right, so we have a special guest today, uh, Critical Frost. How are you, sir? And we're just going to ask the same things, right? What games have you been playing in the cloud? And also, what content creator have you been watching this week? Okay, I'm unmuted. Don't want to make the same mistake. (laughs) Uh, So recently, I've been playing a lot of... uh, well, Sekiro, um, yeah, Chief watched me die a lot in that. Uh, I've been also been playing, uh, what was it, Watch Dogs Legion. It's a really good game. I got, like, pretty far in it. Um, like, the, it was so funny because I, like, understand, like, some of the things that the people from the UK are saying. Like they, So I'm, like, like, one minute I'm doing something, and then this guy cusses me out and calls me, like, a bellin. I'm, like, why? <laughs> So it's really it's really fun, uh, and I've been look, looking forward to playing nice. the Vikings, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So really gonna be good. It, it looks like um, it reminds me of like PlayStation or God of War and that type of because sure. he's in Valhalla, the same thing. So, but uh, what do you call it? Oh yeah, the content creators I've been watching recently are uh, MM2K and uh, yeah. Project Storm as well. I like his content, he's pretty funny. Uh, like one minute he's like he's positive like ace, <laughs> and then he's like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> so it's, it's pretty funny getting a uh, different uh, cloud people's um cloud gaming uh, channels perspectives sure. on the industry. So sure, good to have you in the show, man. Good to have you. All right, so I've been playing Sekiro. You guys, uh, Sekiro, however you say in Jap- you know Japanese. Hope I'm not butchering the name, but the game, like I stated earlier, is just really difficult. A lot of fun, right, once you figure it out. But, again, man, trying to figure the game out is freaking brutal, right? But 
still fun. I've also been playing Rogue. You guys know me. That's my go-to game on GeForce now. A lot of fun. Again, if you guys want to play that game with me, let me know. Um, content creator that I've been watching this week, I would have to say Eddie, uh, Eddie Player One. If you guys haven't checked out his content yet, please do. He's close to 1K sub. And for the people who watch this after, right, just make sure you go help help him out to hit 1K. Again, he's an awesome creator. And another content creator, I'm sure you guys are aware of um, Sunny, right? He is an awesome Stadia content creator as well. I have to say when it comes to just hustling and making content, man, you definitely got to give the dude props, man. Always, always on top of Stadia news, gameplays, and stuff like that. So make sure you check that out. All right, so... That's all we have for you guys with the introduction of the panel. So we're going to move into coverage. Now, we're going to do this differently. Normally, we go from platform to platform and just talk about news and discussions. But this week, we're going to do something different. There are some topics that we're going to address, and then we'll go right into the different platforms. So to get started, right, you guys have heard of Ubisoft Plus, right? That's the rebranding of Uplay Plus. And so pretty much, this is pretty cool. What this is, and correct me if I'm wrong for those of you guys watching and people in the panel, it's a way of Ubisoft to just have all of the games under one umbrella so you can purchase a game on Ubisoft Plus and then use different platforms to play this game. What makes this pretty cool is that it's cloud saves, right? So you can actually start a game, like say on Stadia, pick it up on PC and your saves will still be the same. So this is a good way. A lot of us on here in the podcast, we've always been saying, when is Uplay Plus coming to Google Stadia and how are they going to do it? But I feel like this is a good solution for that. So it's going to be in Stadia, it's going to be on Luna, and also it's going to be in PC, which means you have access to GeForce Now and Shadow. So I want to ask the members of this panel, what's your take on Uplay Plus rebranding from, I mean, Ubisoft Plus rebranding from Uplay Plus? And what's your take on this strategy? So to get started, we're going to look at Duncan. And what's, what's your take on this? Look, I remember to unmute myself. There we go. Uh, my, my take on this, I think it's absolutely amazing that they're going for the buy once, play anywhere, so you can get it covered. You, you buy it on, uh, on PC, you can jump on to Luna, or you can jump on to uh, Stadia, uh, all part of the subscription. I think that is absolutely amazing there. And I really can't wait to see how that actually pans out. Uh, as we know, we're, we do know that there's a number of Ubisoft games coming to Stadia. They've already been announced, uh, some of the Assassin's Creed's and all that. So again, it's not going to be the full library info for these systems. Uh, Luna is going to get about 50 games, I have said. I'm not sure if we're going to get 50 when it launches is first on on Luna. Uh, a bit disappointed we don't have the Ubisoft date for Stadia. So, uh, and uh, politicking here a bit, it's really interesting. It is, uh, Luna only announced it a couple of weeks yeah. ago and it's coming <laughs> straight away and Stadia have announced it last year and they're going to get it after Luna which is absolutely mind-boggling to me. How can they get it out quicker than 
Stadia. Uh, with you played Plus, it is absolutely amazing value. You get the full versions of the games, and it's just... <laughs> If you're an Ubisoft fan like I am, you know you're going to pick it up. It's just when you're going to pick it up and how long yeah. you're going to be <laughs> playing, playing right. for it. But yeah, I, I think I, I think it's really great news. And I when this actually comes to the cloud platforms uh, in Stadia, then I will be replaying my Assassin's Creed games from start to finish. Ooh. Absolutely amazing, amazing news. I am really stoked for this. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, host? What's your take on this news right here? Well, of course, it's great news for anyone that actually is a Ubisoft fan, of course. I mean, for me, I always wanted it before Watch Dogs Leadings. I was yapping on saying I wish it was here because I've already spent the money now on Watch Dogs, and that's a big, huge chunk that could have went to the service. And even though they're saying that it's going to come at the end of the year, by that time, I still will probably break for Immortals and Assassin's Creed. So I'm not going to sit on my... Um, my um, gameplay when I've got limited time just to wait for a subscription. So I'm I'm one of them gamers that I'm, ha- I'm happy just to pay the full price to support Ubisoft. But in the future, of course, I'm going to switch to um, Ubisoft Plus subscription because it is a great value, especially when you've announced Luna and Stadia. And then who knows, in the future, it could be xCloud and then your PlayStation saves and everything. So it could branch out in the future as well, which is a huge, big win for the gaming community. True. True. Good good point with that. Sorry, guys. The wife just came in to drop off the baby monitor, so I apologize for that. But let's check in with Ben. What's he taking this news as well? I mean, I've been wanting to get it for a long time, and I caved today thanks to Mark because he posted <laughs> that, that, he, that he was playing Watch Dogs Legion with his subscription. So I went on and uh, got that, claimed it on my on my shadow so that I could play it on, on GeForce Now. Nice. Um, so that's what I was playing right before the stream. Nice. So I'm, I'm excited. I got it just because I, I couldn't justify spending the money on Watch Dogs, on Valhalla, and on Immortals Phoenix Rising. And instead, I'm just going to pay $15 a month. Yeah. I think it's great timing for them, right? With all of the heavy hitters that have coming out this fall, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we did the calculations $180 if you were to get uh, Watch Dogs, Valhalla, and um, Immortal, right? So $15, I feel like it's going to give people, you know, more reasons and more access to try these games out for sure. So good timing. How about you, Fresh? What's your take on this Ubisoft news? Uh well, when it comes to the Ubisoft news, like I I didn't expect them to rebrand. In my opinion, I was like, I was like, it was kind of weird. I was like, damn, did they switch it? Because everyone's used to saying you play plus, so I didn't really yeah. expect that. Like I get brain freezes every time I try to switch between them. Uh, but I like the new news. I especially the coolest thing that I saw was was the cross save. It's kind of like the same thing that Destiny did. That right. made everything easier for because one thing I hate about playing Destiny is like going to another, like you have to restart your whole character back in the days, and I was like, what the hell is this? You have right. to be very dedicated <laughs> in Destiny for that. Um, so I really like that. That's that's really cool. I don't know how they're gonna apply it, but I'm very interested in seeing how they do it. Sure. Uh, when it comes down to the, the pricing for like Stadia, I kind of understand how, like, I think you guys talked about it. Like, you're not going to be getting the full 100 games that Ubisoft has. So, me at first, like, trying to justify paying that $14.99, even though it's like $15, it's like I'm still not getting everything that I wanted. So, if I, if I like getting it, 
I think does it move over? I think it moves over, right? So like if you buy it once, it moves over to um the Stadia version, right? You yeah, yeah. Okay, Ship that's good. Yeah. So yeah, then that kind of makes more sense in my opinion if you get it because if you at least if you have a PC, you can still you know play those games. But some of those games are really old, so it's kind of like, <laughs> do I even want those hundred those other games at the same time? Like Prince of Persia is pretty old. I remember playing that game when I was a kid. So <laughs> it's, it's but it's a good game. Um, yeah. So that's my take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Chief, as a content creator, <laughs> what's the, I, I know this has been like your bread and butter. You've been <laughs> really looking forward to this one. So what's your take on it? Yeah, I was kind of a bit missed about the rebrand, to be honest, like Critical. I think everybody knows Uplay and Uplay Plus. I think they've still got their launcher as Uplay, so maybe that they wanted to get away from differentiating the service from the launcher. Um, but also I think that they just want to get their name out there a bit more. Uplay you know, is quite generic. It doesn't right. say who it is. Whereas exactly. Xbox Game Pass. You know? yeah. They've got their name out there. Everything's Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. So I think they wanted to go associate it with Ubisoft, You know, get the, the name out there so that it's Ubisoft Plus. So fair play to them we kind of expected this we've been saying it for quite a while it seemed like everything was gearing up to the delays being because they were making a big shift and the reason why everything was so secretive over stadia so i'm really happy that it has gone that way i'm bummed that it hasn't come to stadia ahead of legions i think that's a really really bad move and the fact that Luna's getting it ahead, even though it's in a closed beta, just seems really silly. But then again, are Ubisoft just not very confident with it yet? And they want to test the waters with this very closed access of Luna Plus before they unleash it on the tens of thousands of Stadia users? Yes, there are really tens of thousands of them, not just the five that you think there is. So you know, Stadia is really growing, and I think maybe they just want to make sure that you know, that subscription works. They've had issues already, so I can understand that they want to be a bit more cautious with it. The whole cloud save fiasco immediately day one on Legion. Uh, they've patched the PC versions now, so cloud save is working on upload and download, but it doesn't look like Stadia's been patched yet, so you can't actually port your content over or your saves from another platform on Stadia at the moment. So you can imagine them doing that across all of their games at once. You know, It would have been hell to pay i guess so i think they're still working out the kinks with ubisoft plus but i'm really excited for it i've been uh, a uplay plus subscriber since division two even um teased their um dlc because uh, i had i bought ghost recon breakpoint outright on um stadia initially and i because i didn't know about uplay plus and then obviously when division two came and crew too i was like well why do i want to pay 50 quid for these when i can just pay 15 quid a month and get them and being a cloud gamer and also a content creator not having to buy those games to play on geforce now on shadow on maximum settings you know i've got the choice i don't have to buy it on sadia i can play it on geforce now i can play it on shadow so having that subscription at 15 pound a month just made sense so I would love to play them on Stadia, and I've been saying this all along. You know, as soon as it comes to Stadia, I'll probably end up playing it on Stadia. But because it's not there yet, I will play elsewhere, and I'm not going to pay that $50, $60 per game on Stadia. Right. 
Right. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I, again, think this is an awesome deal for consumers. And sorry, there's a truck right outside of my door, if you can hear that, apologize. But um, I think this is great for consumers, just like Game Pass, right? Again, you've seen these companies offer killer deals for a monthly payment, right? Game Pass, you get all those games for $15 a month. And here you are with you, uh, Ubisoft Plus now. I got to get used to that name. But again, they just provide an awesome content. You get in for, you know, same day release and then additional, you know, DLCs with all the games that they put in that platform for just $15 a month. So again, great deal. And it's pretty cool. I think all you guys here echoed that as well. See, what, what one of my fears is with um, Ubisoft Plus is that, let's just say the big three games, what Legions, Valhalla, and Immortals, I'm afraid that I actually might not finish them games because, say, them games are hundreds of hours, depending if I really want to go back and two between them. I Sometimes I'm fear, I feel feared that I'm going to be too tied into that service, and there might be some times where I might want to move away from the service for a few months, and then I'll lose access to these games that I really enjoyed. So at the moment... That's why I have actually paid for them games, so I know I actually own them, so I can always dive in and out. Where with the subscription, until there's actually more interesting games like Far Cry Six, you know, I mean, then I would feel better to invest when there's more games for me. Huh. Yeah, and just and just remember, Far Cry Six and Rainbow Six Quarantine have been delayed. Do, do we know how long? So for those delays, up to March, no, up to no, March twenty twenty two. Potential. Yeah, that's the earliest. That's the earliest. There's no actual firm date. Uh, when so I don't, I don't want to about a whole year. No, fiscal year. No, the end, end of the end of the financial year. Basically, they're they're right now. So it's end of April, sort of March, April time is the earliest. So I don't want to be that person that pays £15 and go, oh, it's only Ubisoft Plus. I'm going to play some games. And that month, I never paid nothing. I never played any. And I just feel like I wasted that month. So I know a lot of people are saying I'm going to continue to have it for a year plus. But to me, I don't think I'll have it a year plus. I think I'll rotate between services. And sometimes I just don't want to feel like I want to subscribe just potentially to Ubisoft Plus and then have to stay in it just to play more Assassin's Creed or Watchdog. You see, that's the beauty of cloud gaming and all these subscription models, kind of like Netflix or HBO. You know, like when Game of Thrones come, right? People just get HBO for that period, right? They just watch the Game of Thrones and then cancel it after. Just the fact that you have all these options and all these choices is a beautiful thing. And holds, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying with that for sure. All right, so if y'all want to jump in and add more to this Ubisoft stuff, definitely feel free. If not, we're going to move on to Nintendo joining Cloud Gaming. So we're going to switch. All right, so again, you guys have seen videos here. You guys have seen- Very, very punny. We're going to switch. <laughs> nice. I see Holtz laughing over nice there. We're giggling in the corner. Oh, get in, Holtz. Let, let's hear what you got. No, I was laughing. I was just expecting a noise. Another switch noise as well. Oh, 
when when I seen this news, I was like, yes, finally, something yeah. that I've been really waiting for. Because last year with Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Resident yeah. Evil 7, that was a yeah. platform that I was thinking, this is a hardware that I can get behind and play yeah. cloud gaming. And it's a shame it never came to the West. Yeah. And yeah. then now with these two announced games, I mean, Control doesn't really... Not for me, but I know it's huge for a lot of people. Yeah. But Hitman 3 is huge. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, come on, guys, let's all get behind. And then yeah. Nintendo will start publishing the games for cloud that I really yeah. like. And Nintendo, oof, I've got a list for them. I really <laughs> so I'm really thinking to myself, please, Nintendo, if you can just do a cloud, server, a cloud service, I'll be there day one. My goodness, this I'll, I'll talk more about, it, but this is huge. I mean, the potential here is amazing. But let's check in with Ben. What's he taking this? Um, I mean, I, I don't own a Switch, so I, I haven't been able to test it. Um, I, I've been considering buying one for a while, but I feel like I should probably wait until the next generation of it comes out at this point. Um, the fact that they're finally getting into the cloud and in the West, as, as Holt said, it, it, it's amazing. And I feel like it's overdue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Uh, let's check in with chief. What's he taking this? You covered the video. How was your experience with this? I was pretty impressed. Um, now I have a switch for the kids cause it, I'm a PC gamer primarily and you know, a switch is a massive downgrade as far as most things are concerned. But, um, I was really impressed with how well it worked. And when I looked into the technology of the company that's providing it, and they obviously they are the ones that did uh, Resident Evil 7 and stuff in the, in Japan, yeah. they've got some really impressive tech, and it really works really, really well. It's, you know, it puts Stadia to shame. It really was streamlined. It was very well done. And I think that they need well, to... Can yeah. you explain that better? Putting stadium. It was just so smooth. It nothing. There was nothing to fault about it. The download, you know. Okay, they're going the the model that you have to download one part out. That opens up other avenues if you've been following the news um, of where they might also be able to drop that game. The fact that it's done by this other company means that they own the rights to these games. They can drop these games anywhere. But you know, this performance mode, the graphics enhanced mode giving people that choice, giving a free demo up front, you know, no payment. I think it was they've got it right out of the gate. So I think Stadia needs to keep eyes on these people because you know, Nintendo's got a massive market in the handheld industry. And if they can't get to iOS soon, I feel like they might be able to steal quite a bit of market share there. So kudos to the, the company and Nintendo on this one. But so, playing that stream sorry, go was probably the crispest late less latency stream i've played across all the platforms and i know it was only 720 and that might have something to do with it but playing on a phone or equivalent of playing on a phone that was the best experience i've had on a handheld console so i really do i mean that it was very impressive wow so i mean you can you know give it slack for 720 but xcloud is also 720 and still runs like <laughs> yeah, trash yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that's why when i'm okay. saying it puts stated shame on mobile experience you know playing on mobile yeah. it was definitely the best experience across the board interesting interesting 
Duncan, what's your take on this? Did you test this out? I haven't tested it as yet because uh, my someone has nicked my Switch charger and I cannot find it for over money. <laughs> and would you believe I've got like three Switch chargers? It's one of these ones one, the kids have lifted them somewhere and I don't know where to put them. So they're all hidden all over the show. But no, this is very significant news. Uh, Nintendo entering here. Everybody uh, was worried about how they're going to get the next gen uh, games. Uh, when they start coming in this is going to be their way around it so they don't become irrelevant for the big name titles they've been given the down ports of like Doom, Eternal and things yeah. like this This to three. yeah and all this now they can get around this by just going oh we've got these yeah. games on cloud now I don't think people realise how big of a thing yeah. this could be yeah. this this has just made them extremely relevant on top of their existing sort of games, their own first-party games, which everybody, uh, not everybody, I rephrase that, they, uh, most people seem to love. Uh, it's This is a very dangerous situation for other companies going forward because they're thinking ahead and they are on the ball here. Uh, I'm with Chief here with the Stadia are going to be looking over their shoulder. I think they're going to be well looking over their shoulder. I think they're going to be a bit fearful uh, about this because there's how many switches out there, how many tens of millions, and now they've got access to cloud gaming on their screen. Yeah, it's only 720p. As we say with all these, they're going to constantly improve. And then it's this is a very interesting time going forward. Yeah, isn't it? And the thing is, a switch screen is 720 native, right? So they are streaming at the, the perfect yeah. quality for that for screen. screen. So right. there's no need for them to put it out at 1080 at the moment. Same as your dock. Yes, I was going to say if you go into the dock mode, because then that gives more opportunities as well. So, and the four and the 4K switch is coming next year. Remember, apparently. Right. And there's Luna trying to get the casual gamers, you know, the people that were happy on 1080, and there's Switch going, uh-uh, you're not touching that, Mark. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 we'll yeah. bring it out, and we'll keep the 1080 and 720. And right. then if they bring that up 4K upscaled, you know, new Switch, maybe with 5G and all that, they'll be amazing Jeez. to play. And Jeez. especially, the uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising's coming to Switch. So yeah. if that's the case, right, maybe Ubisoft already knows something that they they actually might bring that to their Ubisoft Plus 4 Switch maybe as well. Yeah, yeah. And you hear about like xCloud, you know, Microsoft working with Nintendo to bring Game Pass game. I mean, this is this is huge, like you guys have been all saying here. This is big. And then also, Nintendo has a mobile app, right? Can you imagine if they find a way to bring cloud gaming to the mobile app right now? So you target and, you know, Android you uses now. I mean, this this potentially can be huge. This is what right? I'm saying. It's a single app download with a single purchase with its right. own page and store. Right. They've got it. The Nintendo store mimics the Apple store. They are yeah. perfectly set up yeah. to go directly into the App Store market. And that would trash everybody. This is this is crazy. It's good stuff. Good stuff. How about you, Fress? What's your take on this news, man? Uh, I really like it. Um, I was actually surprised that Nintendo had Control and Hitman. I actually liked the because I actually beat Control recently on a PC, and uh, the graphics are amazing when you bump it up to ultra high settings. It's like a very beautiful game. So right. I was like, damn, I wish like 
Stadia had these games. Like, controllers are really good. It was like, I think it was kind of close to get, I'm not sure if it got game of the year, but it was really a good game. Yeah. And uh, I was like, damn, like, imagine playing this on handhold, like, especially with, um like, 5G, even though it's not, like, super popular yet. But eventually, time moving forward, like, uh, how Chief got the, the 12 Pro, and I'm getting it as well. Um, I'm very excited to see it because it's going to be very good playing that elsewhere because the LTE is going up as well with that phone. So yeah. I'm really excited about it. Um, and it's going to, and it's, it's good to see that more streaming is actually making like streaming more relevant because like to see Nintendo do it is like, damn, it's like, they don't really mess around. <laughs> They've been around for like a while right. and it's like, it's putting more respect on streaming. Cause like, it's very convenient. Like, yeah, playing especially um and the good thing I like uh, going back to you pay uh no no Ubisoft plus uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so it's so weird but uh playing Immortal Phoenix like that's that's a game it's kind of reminds me like Breath of the Wild it's right. like it's like meant for handheld at the same point it's like very fun so yeah I will that's why I can't wait to play that game on my like like my phone it's gonna be amazing thanks to Chief you know he <laughs> he blessed me with that that app. <laughs> Because playing on iOS is hard. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. that's my take. Thanks. Okay. But I, but I think it, I think, that, yeah, I think if they could sit there, Nintendo, and say, we are going to announce a new Mario game, Metro Prime 4, and all these other big, huge Nintendo games, no one's going to touch them. Apart from, yeah. I think maybe only Sony could maybe touch them on yeah. the first yeah. party exclusives, but just to bring that first party exclusive to the cloud yeah. on the Switch, it is literally. Yeah. This is exactly yeah. what uh, Steady Pro Gaming this is why I kind of highlighted. Yeah, imagine bringing the first-party IPs to the cloud. That's just going to be ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Chief, what were you going to say? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, that's something that we missed, and that's one of the reasons why I was saying Stadia needs to look out um, and put some to shame. It had ray tracing. Switch. Was that confirmed? <laughs> yeah. It's oh. ray tracing. So in, in the in that before in performance mode it didn't it turned it off for that extra frames per second, but in the graphics mode it has ray tracing enabled. So tracing oh. on Switch streamed from the cloud. Wow. Nintendo has beat Stadia for ray tracing. So that's why they need to uh, up their game. And the mobile market is growing. Wow. Now, we put out uh, a couple of apps to run Stadia on iOS and they blow up. You know, people are looking to play it on their phones. And yes, people love iPhones as much as Android users want to put it down. But <laughs> Switch, the people that already have it, this is huge. Being, yeah. If you could say, oh, you paid £35, you, know, you get the same as a high-end PC, and it's the same price as a normal Nintendo Switch game, you know, they're going to be sold. Yeah. No, this, again, you guys hit it all right in the head this is this is huge and again this solves the problem of switch can't handle triple a games you know like imagine now bringing all i mean there's no limitation on what can run and switch anymore right? and more pulsing yeah yeah i mean get the true version of the witcher 3 on this even cyberpunk guys and watch this no one see the project right they like you know, they like to put themselves through tests. I can guarantee you, we will see, not guarantee, I shouldn't say that, but I I have high hopes that we're going to see 
Cyberpunk 2077 on Switch via cloud. If that doesn't happen, I would be really shocked and surprised. But again, just goes to show the potential of this, right? This is this is huge. But anyone else from the panel want to add to this? If not, we're going to switch to Yeah, just one just one tiny thing to add yeah. into that. And that is uh they have said in a press release this is Ooh. the first of many. Way to put some fear into the competition, uh, man. We're not done yet. Yes, and uh, I'm just trying to find a quote here. Uh, we will continue our efforts to bring more and more exciting major titles to the cloud and share them with game gamers around the world. So there you go. So there is going to be more. So this is only wow. the start. This is this is really again really impressive. Ben, did you want to add more to this before we move over? to cyberpunk uh no i'm okay okay cool all right so next news as you guys have heard right this is probably one of the biggest game coming out this year a lot of people are anticipating this game to where employees of uh employees who made these games are getting death threats right because of the delay of this game i'm talking about cyberpunk 2077 and I believe what this is his fourth delay or third, third or fourth. But again, this was really shocking. And you saw us and other content creators cover this. But just want to talk to the people in the panel and get your take on this delay. Do you think this was necessary? Do you think it was a strategic move? And do you think this will affect the game when it releases? I believe it's December 10th now was the release date. Am I wrong on that, Dunk? No, I was just going to make the point when, we, when it came to me that if you read the press release, they're not even confirming that date. <laughs> good, good. And that's what they shouldn't. They, if they don't know for sure, 100%, don't give us a date. Because again, those death threats are going to be even worse, right? People, I'm not saying it's okay to send death threats, but I think people have been looking for this game for so long and just having the delays just as getting people really upset so let's check in with members of this panel Holtz what's your take on this delay man I will always take a finished game than a broken game so okay. these developers can can take as much time as they want with their reason because they're 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 bringing it to nine platforms so it must be huge for them yeah. and even though they announced it went gold there's more stuff they can do and I'll rather the game come finished than me actually waiting for updates now for the the services that need updates and downloads but they've already got my money and I, I fully support them and I'm going to have this game on Stadia and these people who put in death threats it's only a game these yeah. people's lives they kind of create something like a masterpiece or their imagery of a good story to tell and if you're sending them death threats their production and their values in the game will drop dramatically so yeah. let's all just sit back, chill, and when the game comes out, it'll come out and it'll be amazing because I yeah. trust CD Projekt Red. They're only one of the few studios that I trust. So I'm happy to sit back and let them take as much time as they want. True. Good take. And again, we are not for death threats. I, these guys are working hard. They're not just sitting, you know, lame and they shouldn't sip in pina colada. They're trying to make this but, the best game. But then it goes back to the point of playing devil's advocate. 
and Sony do this quite a lot. Please don't announce games years years before it actually comes out. Sit on it, let it bake yep. a little bit, and then when you're in your final production, drop a teaser. Because I'd rather wait. I'd rather yep. see a trailer and then a game announces two months true. after that trailer. So no, true. don't announce it years beforehand. Hundred percent agree with that, Holtz, for sure. Ben, what's your take on this news, man? And I agree with everything Holtz just said. I mean, don't don't just keep teasing it for for years or for for months on end when you know you know it's not going to be ready for a long time, and you build up all this hype, and yeah, your sales are going to be through the roof. But then you have all these death threats. You have people that you know are desperate to play the game because they've been watching it for so long, just waiting on it. Right. It, it they just you know again better a, a finished game a, a a perfect masterpiece than a broken game. True. True. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just want to highlight this <laughs> as we were talking. But uh, he just said, "Do you think we might see this going to 2021?" What's your take on that, Ben? I, I don't know. Um, I'd like to say I don't think it will because they didn't push it back too much. They said 21 days. Um, so I, I feel like it's almost ready. I mean, they they looked, they sounded like they were ready to go. And right. it just seems like a last-minute glitch and like something they're trying to brush up before it comes out. So I don't think it will go. But, you know, it's tough to say with these guys. Yeah. So just real quick, I guess I didn't ask this. Do you think – or maybe I did. Do you think it's a strategic move? Do you think the delay is possibly for like another platform that we probably don't know of, or like a a deal, you know, bundle deal, something going? Do you think it's like a strategic move for the delay? Anyone can hop on. Yeah, of course. They delayed it for the Switch. Yep. <laughs> they delayed it for the Switch Cloud version. <laughs> they delayed it for Stadia. So oh delayed man. It for the cool thing that I liked about it is when um, they actually said that Stadia was not even a problem, like, because it's on the same, the same, it's like the same build as a PC, what they said in the right. investors call, I think. And it's like, it's like, yeah, it's not really a problem that Stadia is, it's just that um, it's like yeah. the older consoles yeah. are kind of holding it back, which is the mm. funny part. Sorry, I'll, yeah, I... That's kind of a bummer. I mean, they put them in, like in the spotlight. It's you know the PS4 and the Xbox uh, is is the cause of some of the delays. But which... you can't sit there and just point at them because that's the biggest install base, isn't it? This it, this it gen is, is going to be the biggest install base. True. So yeah. just to sit there and say we support PC cloud services yeah. and it's, it's only this gen that's putting it back, a lot yeah. of people will be upset because a lot of people are going to keep this gen for at least another three years. Yeah. You can't care. I... Yeah, so uh, I can yeah. hop in. You on. Um, so yeah, I've been following this quite closely because this is one of my most anticipated games alongside Legion. Um, although Valhalla's building some hype, so I'll, I'll let it off. I thought that it was a really dumb move for them to move it into this November window in the first place, to be honest, because you've got Legions, you've got Valhalla, you know, you've got a few other titles launching this month. It's a really bad month to drop that. I know loads of people have got pre orders and everything, but. You know, Ubisoft Plus has got a ton of subscribers, so two major games launching in that window. Mm. You know, not going to give the game as much attention, especially as it's a single-player game, right? So people are going to be 
know, building the hype around these other games. So the fact this moved back 21 days, they, they're saying for testing, they're not happy with it. The PC was ready, next-gen consoles are ready. Uh, I'm not sure about CD Projekt Red, but they seem to want to release it everywhere at once. So I think there is some problems on one or two other consoles. I personally think they should have just released it on the ones that it works and try to keep some of those deadlines. But I was watching some news. I can't remember the the show, Take 5 or something like that. Um, they were saying that if it's the, the older gen consoles, the ones that they're having issues with, and yeah. PS4 uh, is one of the largest bases out there, some like 150 million consoles. So they they are wanting to drop it everywhere and they don't want to obviously next gen is a big thing. Cloud is a big thing, yeah. but you don't want to leave 150 million PS4 users in the dark. And I don't know the number of Xbox one and Xbox one X, but you know, there's two to 300 million players that they don't want to just sideline. They want to give everybody the game at once. So it, it's a tall order hitting nine platforms at once. So, no, kudos to them for wanting to do that delay, but I think that they should have just gone and staggered that release personally. Yeah, yeah, good, good point. Um, my my take on this is don't give us any release day, any more release day. I mean, just you know, like if you're not a hundred percent sure, I think I'll say this as well. Just don't give us a release day. But I'm hoping, yeah. right? I'm hoping they need the ten twenty something days to iron the game out if that's the case then okay if you are 100 percent certain come december 10th this game is going to be ready to go out then let's let's stick to that but so the other thing is it's become a mem now because i don't know yeah. if you've seen the amount of collateral out there buses wrapped buildings massive billboards out saying it's coming on the 19th of november <laughs> and yeah. obviously they they had this whole nightwire thing building yeah. hype saying this is our last yeah. nightwire you're going to get the game yeah. Yep. And it's like, oh, I would not like to have been the person who made that decision. I know, I know. Can I jump in there on two wee things? Uh, the first being uh, Stadia is not to blame. Stadia looks like it's actually done and dusted, which is actually, that's actually shocked me. And yeah. it's actually good they actually yeah. came out and said that. That's true. That's but true. I still think that a lot of people out there are still going to put the blame on Stadia, <laughs> even though you've announced it. Yeah. Them, not, them, right? th- them people who got ne- this gen they're going to say it was that cloud it's that cloud <laughs> it's the cloud and maybe that's why I... they specifically said it was it wasn't the cloud's fault because they probably knew that was going to be the case for sure but duncan go ahead sir and the second point is what Mark Chief was talking about, the advertising and wrapping around buses and such like. There was a notable platform not mentioned during that when the, it has come into PC, come into Xbox, come into the next gen, and guess who wasn't mentioned? Stadia. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't the original date. It wasn't supposed to be coming on the 19th. It was supposed to come in December. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so... Huh. It's just really, just really funny again. It's just Stadia marketing, blah blah blah. Oh, oh man! Yeah, but obviously they had that big announcement. It's coming to Stadia yeah. day one on the November nineteenth. Nightwire, right? Crazy, crazy. I don't want to beat this game too, you know, too much. I mean, it's a game. I'm sure we're all gonna get. We're all gonna enjoy. But it's kind of a bomb. Again, also we feel sorry for the devs who are getting all these threats and all. But again. 
just don't give us a date when the game is ready. You know, just release it. It'll be it'll be dope. Just like Nintendo release, you know, still drop Cloud Gaming on us, right? Just to the same. Anyway, um, just want to move over again. If people on the panel feel like there's still stuff missing. Hop in. Wait, Ace. Yeah. So a quick Go question: ahead. Is uh, I think Chief could help me sure. out. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think uh, I think Monkey just talked about it in the chat. Um, is Stadia getting ray tracing or no? It's not ready for ray. Uh, is uh, is GeForce now the only one that's streaming that's getting so, ray tracing? You want to answer that, Chief? Or do you want me to take it? Chief is quiet. Chief, you dear. <laughs> Chief is chief is frozen. <laughs> now we can talk smack about him. Alright, chief, no. <laughs> chief, hop on now. I'll, I'll start it real quick. But um, so right now the only uh platform service with ray tracing, Shadow actually has ray tracing, but you cannot purchase the infinite or um ultra tier yet here in the states because again it's been delayed. But if you get the boost, it does not have ray tracing. Um, GeForce Now again for five dollars a month does support and offer ray tracing. Stadia currently does not, but this rumors and speculation that come the anniversary, which is this November coming up, they might give us uh Stadia Gen 2.0. If that's the case, then we probably might see ray tracing. I know Max Settings, I know a lot of people don't know about that service or use it, but they also offer ray tracing if you want to go that route as well but those are the only platforms or services right now that offer ray tracing does yeah, that cool. anyone else okay. holtz wants to go then i'll go yeah well yeah. i didn't even know i was looking forward to ray tracing until last week until chief actually said there's such such thing as fake ray tracing so i'm yeah. a bit concerned now going in the future what actually games actually Real ray tracing, and which is fake. Like you sort of get with IMAX. Do you actually know what it's going to be until you come out and go, hmm, it didn't look right? So I need to start going to go forward, start to see people who I trust can break yeah. down this cyberpunk and tell us what's the difference between this technology, that technology, this upscale, that upscale, and that going forward. Right. Sorry. Right. I was trying to say. <laughs> um, ray tracing. If Legion's anything to go by, um, they need to do some work on GeForce Now, Stadia, everywhere to make sure that that experience is better than it has been from the, the Legion release of um, performance-wise and ray tracing. It's uh, killed quite a lot of computers, I think, at the moment. Bring yeah. on the 30 series. Right, right. So, no, go ahead. Only, I was going to say, ray tracing seems to be coming on Stadia with Chorus. The devs have came out and said that. Yeah. I am not. I'm expecting maybe low levels unless we get this big Gen two uh, announcement, which I'm not actually seeing a lot of talk behind the scenes of at this moment in time. Because yeah. I think there would have been a bit of more things going on, a bit of hype building, but. Uh, that's the only game I know of at this moment in time, which has been talking about ray tracing on Stadia. And that comes out spring of 2021, right? Okay, so if ray tracing was to come to Stadia, it probably will be around then if they don't announce anything, you know, come this fall, right? The anniversary. All right, so that's... The news for Cyberpunk, again, feel free to hop in here if we're missing anything else. 
Um, but again, we have some GeForce Now news that I want to get into. And I'm excited because it's one game I want to see if Holtz is excited about with this five games coming to GeForce Now platform. I've been waiting for this uh, podcast just to ask Holtz about this game. But five games coming, right? We have Watch Dog Legions. We have Blair Witch, which is a good fit for Halloween this weekend. Now, this is the game Hordes, and I'm probably going to push it. The Zian Nian Sword 7. Thank you, sir. I probably would have said something totally different from that. So, appreciate the help there. And then Ghost Runners and then Autonauts. Um, those are the games that were released for the GeForce Now platform this week. So, just want to ask members of this panel have you guys played any of these games on the GeForce Now platform? If so, which one? And how was the experience for you? So to get started, uh, Chief, let's let's start with you. What's your take on the GeForce Now games for this week? Yeah, solid lineup again. You know, I, I was a little bit gutted that Legion didn't come at the midnight drop for UK, yeah. and we had to wait to the six PM or ten AM Pacific time drop for that. Right. So, you know, fair play. You know, it still came day one or day and date, I guess. For the US, <laughs> not quite day and date for the UK, but um, yeah, it was still there just very late in the day, so a little bit annoying, but hey, it's there, it's got ray tracing. Um, as I said, the game needs some optimization, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that runs further down the line. But everything else, you know, great gets, you know, solid week again for GeForce Now, but I've not had any time to play anything else but Legion this week, so. So I know you were kind of talking uh, with G for now PR and, you know, you were talking about like optimization for this game. And from what I was uh, hearing, uh, they're kind of working on optimizing this game to run better. Do you know if that has been finalized yet? Or do you think that something is still to come for the GeForce Now? So, yeah, we raised a few issues. Uh, obviously, some of the stuff we were seeing on Reddit as well, we're echoing that. Uh, they patched the game quite quickly, so I think the cloud saves are working, and it looks like they have bumped it up to the 2080D now. I've not yeah. had a chance to confirm that, but I've seen quite a lot of reports that they've bumped it to the 2080D. So performance is supposed to be better on GeForce now, but I think Legion just needs some optimization across the board on the PC version because all the cloud platforms are really struggling with it. So I think it's got virtualization issues. But even some local rigs are struggling to put out the frames per second that you would expect it to with the stats and the recommended settings that it's got. Most people are having to drop it down to high to get those 60 frames per second, even on local 2070s, 2080s. So definitely needs a bit of work, but you know, it's early days. Ubisoft are the opposite to Project Red, I think. They drop their games, get the feedback, kind of iterate on it over time and improve it with the, the customer feedback. Not always the best way to do it, but that's been their model. Whereas obviously CD Projekt Red have been much more cautious with that and you know making sure that everybody gets that best experience from day one. So different ways of working, but I think in the next couple of weeks we'll see massive improvements on Legion across all platforms. So it's going to be quite exciting. Good to know. Good to know. Hold, so let's get to you, sir. What's your take on these games coming to the GeForce Well, now? there's only one game which we just mentioned before, so Yan Yan Sword 7. And I was Thank looking you. at this. I was oh. looking at this last year on the PlayStation 4. And when I seen that list today, 
and I saw that on GeForce Now, I was like, <laughs> I need to buy it. I just love action RPGs yeah. like The Witcher. I love yeah. mythologies from different, different cultures. And because I don't really see much Chinese mythology yeah. games, I went, I really need this now on GeForce Now. So I haven't played it because I've been playing Sekiro, but I clicked yeah. by and I thought of it looks so beautiful. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I am just going to, when my hand rests from Sekiro and Hero Warriors, because I'm button bashing a bit too much, I am yeah. so going to play this game, and I'm yeah. so glad it's on GeForce now. Right. I'm going to be playing it on my tablet, and I'm going to be playing it on anything I actually play my hands on. Right. But on another serious note on GeForce now, one game that I was disappointed I didn't see, and I'm, I haven't checked it today, but I got Ghostbusters 3 on the Epic Store. And I actually mm. thought that would be coming to GeForce now. Yeah. And I've been waiting. I've been waiting for the last few days to be playing Ghostbusters for Halloween. And I didn't see any news yet of it, yeah. actually. No, any Blair Witch came to GeForce now, I think. So I was a bit, a bit upset seeing the list that I didn't actually get um, Ghostbusters, but excited that I got Zanyan Sword Set. Yeah. You knew what to do, Hopes, didn't you? Tweet the, tweet the developers and actually say, <laughs> you need to get it on GeForce now. There we go. Was, was Even send the them free... the form. Yeah, mm-hmm. was there the free Epic game? It was a free epic game, which to yeah. me, I think we said last last week. There's a, now there's a few more games now that are being yeah. promoted on the Epic Store that has not come from yeah. GeForce now. And we did hear maybe six weeks ago that all Epic game yeah. will actually come to GeForce now. So yeah. it's a shame that yeah. one of the games that I'm really interested in didn't come for the time period that I wanted it for. It's a bummer. I was just going to echo that too. I don't know why that's the case. Like we missed some games, you know. In other weeks we get those games, so it's kind of a bummer. But yeah. Ben, what's your take on this, man? Mic check. Ben, Ben? All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, the horror games, you know, like Dead, Dead by Daylight and Blair Witch and stuff like that. It's just not my cup of tea. I don't like to be scared all the time and be jumping at every corner. Um <clears throat> So that, that's pretty much all Epic has been putting up yeah. for the last two or three weeks. But uh, um, yeah, like like Holtz, I was disappointed that Ghostbusters wasn't on there because I was actually excited to play that and don't feel like you know clearing up space on my shadow to put it on there. True. Uh, yeah, the other games I just haven't looked at too much. Okay. Okay. How about you, Frost? Have you any of this game catch your interest? Have you tried any of them on GeForce Now? Well, the one that interests me the most is Ghost Runner. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's pretty. It's kind of like a cyberpunk yeah. uh, type thing. Uh, Even and it's pretty. Uh, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it's really good. I, I like. I like the way how it looks. Uh, but everything else doesn't really. Well, I haven't. Didn't. I already bought. Um, watched it all on Stadia. So. But Blair Witch, I kind of agree with Ben. It's like I don't want to be scared. <laughs> I like I like watching people play scary games, but right. me playing it, it's too immersive for me, man. Because I'm gonna start cursing, <laughs> so right. I don't want to do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's my take on that. So G4, Ghost Runners, man. if you guys haven't tried that game, man, that game is so brutal. You guys think Sekiro is bad, right? This game, talk about dying multiple times, you will die. But the beautiful thing with it is like once you perfect it, I mean, and you have people, that'll be a good game to stream if you're really good because again, it requires a lot of skills. And yeah, man, once you perfect it, man, it feels good to just get through levels without dying once, you know. But yeah, 
good good game for sure. I mean, we mentioned it a few weeks back. It's a game that I'm really interested with the settings, but I don't want to get punished. Wall jumping off a wall and miss time in the hook and going back to the start. Yeah. I, I just think it'll be one of them games I'll be frustrated with. So, yeah. kudos for the people. I was really frustrated on the demo. Yeah, I got about halfway through the demo. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I've had enough. I know Alex IV got through the demo one run and did not die at all. And I was really envious. But yeah, I think he has a video up on his channel. So if you guys want to see a solid run through without. Yeah, to, to be fair, he probably practiced all day and then recorded it. <laughs> Yeah, because he streamed it the previous night and he was dying like crazy. And then he put up a video like the following morning with success. But yeah, the game is brutal, but rewarding if you're good at it, for sure. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on these GFS now and Eastman? Yep, uh, I think as we say every single week... For GeForce Now, for the last number of months, very, very solid. Uh, watchdogs coming with ray tracing of a sort, and uh, another really good month. And hooking into the Epic Game Store, brilliant. People can get in and just jump in and play. I was actually speaking to people on Twitter today, and they're actually doing that to actually just try out some games on GeForce Now. They're just getting, they're going to play some Blur Witch on it, and they're also going to uh, subscribe to Uplay Plus, or sorry, Ubisoft Plus, and uh, they start playing uh, Watch Dogs as well, because I didn't realize uh, GeForce Now you can actually do that as well. I think they really need yeah. to start pushing that, and hopefully to get the, an app and, start, and something like that, because that is, is it going to be a good way of actually getting it because your library is going to be so much bigger than the other right. platforms going forward. So an epic it's, subscription it's, coming soon, then. Ooh. Oh, yeah, be brilliant that went into that. would be cool, that would be cool. Yeah, you, yeah. you're right. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need to promote some of this stuff a wee right. tad better just to get it out there. I agree, yeah, promotion. I mean, that's great thing that they have going for them but they need to agree advertise it more for sure cool that's the whole cool. reason Good. why i didn't buy any ubisoft games on stadia because i yeah. had geforce now right and i had Uplay plus so right. i could play all the gold editions of division 2 valhalla so not valhalla odyssey you know crew to the lot and eventually it is going to come to stadia so why yeah, we're just waiting yeah <laughs> buying watchdogs right now while you can pay $15 a month and get that, right? So, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to move into... I hear someone's mic. Just feel free to hop in if you if you want. I don't know who that, who that is. But we're going to hop into Stadia. If I miss something uh, from GeForce Now, members of the panel, let me know, right? So, beautiful week for Stadia. Again, they shocked us with six games. Again, what? This is the third consistent month. Right, that we're getting six pro games. I mean, it's incredible, right? When is this going to end? We joked That's about... Say, I don't think it It wasn't a shock. It was a case of a hope that they didn't <laughs> come back on it because they're every blood. Yeah. But we also talked about that, like, if they went back to... You know, five for four, that's that's reasonable, right? Just not three or two. But again, just the fact that they... They brought six games again for this week is absolutely impressive. So those games are Sniper Elite 4, 
which I think is a pretty decent game. It has HDR support, right? Risk of Rain 2. And man, I feel sorry for people who just purchased this game. Again, we have a joke here on this channel that you should just wait off for games because eventually it's going to come out for Stadia Pro like this one, right? The Gardens Between, don't really know anything about this game. Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek. It's a pretty good game, Republic and Sundered. So those are the six pro games. Just want to check in with the members of this panel. What's your take on these games? Are you guys excited? Are you guys going to... What? Actually, I want to know, what's the first game that you're going to install come November 1st on your Stadia Pro account? So to get started, Ben, what's your take on these six pro games? Um, I mean... It almost got me to resub to my pro subscription because I canceled a couple months ago. Right. Um, <clears throat> I've just been focusing on the games that I already own. Um, the being able to play Republic Rep and uh, Risk of Rain Two was really what made me almost push the button to resub because those are ones that I've been wanting to play but couldn't justify paying for. Yeah. So I I might turn it back on just so I can play that, but. Um, and give it a little bit first. See how the, see how uh, people like them. Watch some videos first. Okay, okay. How about you, Frost? What's your take on these six pro games? Well, the main one that I well, I like um, anything from Sniper Elite or the Zombie Army because it's from Rebellion, and I always like their work. Uh, all the games look very beautiful. I don't know when I first saw um, Zombie Army Four come into. Stadia, I was like, damn, this is one of my favorite games because I think I had the second one. And no matter what platform I ever seen them on, I was like, yo, this game looks beautiful. I don't know how they do it, but it's, it, it can be on 1080 and it still looks better than some games that get more money than them. I don't understand it. <laughs> but it looks really great. But Risk of Rain, I was actually thinking about buying this game. It's a funny thing. I was like, let me wait. Let me yep. let me not <laughs> spend this money because I have a feeling that, you know, Stadia might get me. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. But it looks like a very good game. I saw the trailers and I was like, yo, this would be very fun to play with some friends, yeah. you know. But that's that's about it that really interests me so far. But okay. I was actually laughing the fact that because I remember you was like, I don't think they're going to put out six games. And I was like, once I saw it come out, I was like, I wonder what Ace is going <laughs> to say about this. Yeah, I, I didn't think they would make another month with six games. This definitely took me by surprise too, for sure. But kudos to the stadium team for this, right? But Holtz, what's your take on six pro games again, man? Well, it's a great variety of games for a lot of people. I mean, me, I would rather have two big games than six. But overall, when I actually look at the six, my six is totally different from you know what I want to play. I mean, I, I looked at that Gardens Between, and I thought it just looked so beautiful playing through their memories. And I've, I can't think of I've actually played a game that you rewind or fast forward you know, with time mechanics to sort of solve a puzzle. So I thought, ooh, I like the look of this game. This is a game that I maybe I can relax to, put a few time just to up each each memory at one session when I want to relax because the music sounds so soothing and it looks absolutely beautiful. So it's a game that I'm actually going to invest time in. And then the game that I actually sat on was Sundered. That was a game that in July we're joking around, like saying, like, oh, it'll come to pro sometime. And I was like, oh, I want to support it. But that game, Metrovania, 2D platform is another type of games that I really enjoy, and I'm going to invest some time just plodding along, not too stressful, and just enjoying these games on the pro. 
Yeah, I think that would be uh, Sundered would be a good game to play on your phone if you have a chance to. Mm-hmm. So it's in the end. I know a lot of people keep on saying like in Stadia, they, they really want the big, huge AAAs to play on their tellies and stuff like that. But sometimes yeah. I just want the nice, relaxing, small-paced games as well. True, true. Again, I think you hit it and have definitely good variety of games for sure. You have your kiddie-ish games. You have your AAA yeah. with Sniper, you know, Elite. You and, of the- course, with Hello Neighbor, Hide and Seek, at least it finishes the collection now. So for the people who actually like that kind of Hello Neighbor, the kids are all going to be happy with that. So three out of six are actually, you know, made up to see. And the rest, I know my friend, he's a big, huge Sniper Elite fan. So once again, if he actually moved to Stadia anytime soon, I think he, I'm sure he'd be really enjoying it. True, true. Good point. Again, I mentioned this last week, but I am using Cloudy with a chance of games. Again, uh, Duncan is uh, the owner of this website. It's a great website to definitely get caught up with your cloud gaming news. So again, this is on here. There's a lot of other great cloud gaming news on here as well. But yeah, let's hear from Chief. What's your take on our Duncan? Let's go with Duncan. What's your take on this news? Oh, oh no, no, no! I, I, I'm just messing about here. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to be Mr. Negative here. I was not blown away by any of these, and actually, uh, it's a case of let's just chuck out as many as we can, and we'll hopefully hit someone with some of this. I am extremely disappointed in a strange way that Risk of Rain Two is there. I think they're going to end up really annoying people going forward. If they knew this was going to go pro last month, they should have just left it off yeah. for a month and just dropped it straight yeah. in as a pro game. Yeah. It's just really, really frustrating. Yeah. It's uh, Again, they're... <laughs> It's a hodgepodge of games. Uh, I have played a couple of these before, and I don't really fancy going back to play them again. It's good if you haven't got them. And I'm just getting more and more worried about Stadia as the weeks and months go on. And uh, I've been talking to some people off offline here, and I have a horrible feeling we could be talking Stadia in regards to, like, if you remember... Betamax versus uh, VHS and Stadia, unfortunately, I think is in the Betamax rule here where they are the best technology going forward here, but they're just getting left behind here with everybody else just pushing on. And it's what I've been saying, content content is king and there's and you put these games out there, it doesn't it just doesn't stack up as a something as a draw and this is meant to be the draw onto the surface and there's nothing actually there which we go oh my god this is going to make me go onto the surface there's just nothing there and i have a feeling as the months go on we are going to be getting more of that because we're seeing stadia put up what games are coming to stadia over the next wee while and if you take the ubisoft games out it is a very slim offering going forward i'm just worried where the games are coming for stadia now yeah i mean i i came to the conclusion that stadia is not stadia pro it's not going to be where i get like my triple a games i came to the conclusion that i'm gonna use stadia pro for my daughter right because again is they do a good job putting older games or indie or kiddies games on stadia pro 
So I'm able to sleep at night when I see <laughs> these six games because to me, I'm just like, all right, good games for my daughter to play. But again, yeah, I do agree. Um, someone was saying here earlier, they'd rather have, I think it was Holtz, two AAA games than six, you know, games that they're probably not going to play. And I I can echo that. But at the same time, I feel like if you switch your thought process to, you know, make this, you know, something that, hey, family or kids can play, then it wouldn't hurt as bad. But again, it's just me trying to make sense of this. But all. I always feel that when I say AAA, like I'm talking about, like, um, if I said Formula One 2020, I said, that's a AAA game. That's a game that I'm really right. excited for. A lot of people will say, oh, another racer. If I said Lost Words should become a pro game, it would be an amazing experience to play. People would be judging the book by the cover without even playing it. Hmm. So I feel these games could be hidden gems for a lot of people if you just True. invest the time. True. I think a lot of cloud gamers are just mostly invested in first-person shooters, and that's why I always feel that every week I'm always the person going, well, I like that game, but I'm not... <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it, it's good to have the options. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the pro offering does give you options there because I, I do think I'm going to uh, drop into Risk of Rain too. That is the game I, from the whole pro games are which yeah. I'm most likely to drop into. But you mentioned uh, F1 2020. That I think that could have been an actual ideal one for to, to come to Stadia, and it wouldn't be out from question because that's dropped onto PS now. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. yeah so again there, there's so much going on here I, I i just feel that state is just treading water and, and they're just not getting the games onto the service and they're just chucking all these games on because they don't have the big games to actually drop the money and to actually go here you go it, it, again it's just quantity over quality for me and uh, which i think you were saying as well holtz yeah, yeah, so I, these, most ahead. of these games are part of our running joke. You know, when they got announced originally, are you going to buy it? No, I'll wait for it to be on pro. And sure. you know, it's exactly why I didn't buy Republic, even though it looks absolutely awesome in my sort yeah. of game. And here it is two months later on pro. And Risk of Rain 2. You know, again, like you said, they need to stop doing this because it's a running joke for us because we're right most of the time. Most of the games that we get, I'm not buying it. It's going to be a pro game. Become a pro game within a couple of months. So if it's going to be a pro game at any point, just don't put it on sale or just drop it on pro earlier. I just, I don't see the point in annoying your player base by making them buy it. And then if they happen to have not used their two hours, you know, when it comes to it becoming pro, then they'll probably let them refund it. But just why even make people pay for it if it's going to be a pro game? It just doesn't make sense. And yeah. this is part of Stadia's issue. And I think this is where Duncan is saying that he's getting worried for Stadia now, is that they just keep making these silly mistakes month after month, week after week. We see it with their marketing. We see it with these like putting pro games that were on sale or were full price just a month or two ago. It just seems to be a little bit all over the place again which is a shame because they are good games. And as Holt said, some of them are hidden gems. I've picked up pro games thinking, oh, what's this piece of crap? I know. And West of Loathing was one. I was in Stitches, and I, I ended up playing that for hours on end. And it's a great mobile game as well. Yeah. Just pick up and play because yeah. it's just so easy and so quick to load, etc. Yeah. So I think some of these pro games are just easy playing games. Hide and Seek, I won't play it, but my kids will. 
they hate Hello Neighbor because it scares them and they can't get into his house. But I can see hide and seek being a much more easy and fun game for them. Yeah. If they play the crew too, they just drive around for hours and then switching between cars and bikes and stuff. They don't do any races. They just have fun driving around. So you know, we really do need this family share. But Sniper Elite, Republic and uh, Hello Neighbor will go into my pro collection. I might dive into Sniper Elite at some point, but I've got Legions to play. And yeah. by the time I come out of Legions, I'm going to have Valhalla to play. And then Cyberpunk. So these games will just sit in my back catalogue, yeah. like the other 30 or 40 pro games that I've claimed that are just sat there. Yeah. So I do feel like if Formula One came, I probably would go and jump into it because it's quite a cool game. Yeah. You've got your 20 player races, you've got your realism. I would go and play that. These will probably just sit in my back catalogue until such time I'm in a situation to play on my phone or my kids want to play it. So, True. And yeah. then guess what? By the time you're done with Cyberpunk, it'll be December and six more games will be added to Pro. And so you'll probably never touch in November Pro games. It's, yeah, I mean, someone stated earlier, um, quality is better than quantity, right? I feel like, you know, like, people are going to miss out on these games because it's just, you know, it's, they're not that great of a game. They're decent, but not great, right? So, Yeah, I think that's the point. They are not bad games. They're ju- they're reasonable games. They're, I don't think there's a stinker among them there. It's just uh, they're all okay to good, but they're not actually, oh, my God. I, I, I've got this feeling that Stadia are just trying to pivot to a subscription model by default. Right. Um, Exactly. And and just doing we're doing this a pro game. If that rumor was uh, put out on Twitter earlier in the week was true, where pro games going forward now are going to be on the service for a year at least. Yeah. So uh, it's I think they're trying to pivot to a semi pro or semi subscription model just to have have you hooked in just because right. of all the games. Right. True. So I just I, I we we're gonna get those people who. You know, we get this every week, how we hate Stadia so much in this channel. So I just want to end, you know, this this six pro games. On a positive note, kudos to the Stadia team for giving us, again, six pro games, right? I mean, I didn't, like Frost was saying, this took me by surprise. I didn't think we would hit another six. Uh, but just like Duncan was saying, maybe this is leading to, like, a Netflix-like subscription model because... I mean, they are just filling up the pro library, which makes sense, right? But again, I just want to end on the positive because this is really cool. Again, they didn't have to, but they're hooking us up with six games. So realistically, we can't complain, right? So I'm really glad that they offered us different types of genres because especially the younger audience, they don't know what genre they actually like or type of games. And there's plenty of games that... They're going to be the future of gaming. I mean, a lot of people I've seen on Reddit, a lot of people call them Stadia, Dadadia. They're going, all them Dadadia, it's all them dads. That, that, that's the games they want on Dadadia. Yeah. And I thought to myself, oh, there's more variety on Stadia than just yeah. dad games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I, I've never heard of that. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but, Chief, you going to say something? No, I was just going to agree. It was very kind of like a lot of the games that our generation would have gone, yeah, I can play that with nostalgic games and stuff as well. So it is good to see a lot more of those kind of younger games coming through. 
because you're right it, it needs to entice a, a new audience not all the ones that were invested on you know console or pc equivalents to play in the cloud it's it needs to be new and exciting and that's why i think something like formula one probably would have fallen into that dad category actually yeah. so maybe that's why they and, didn't and they, there's me using terms metrovanius 2d platform the people are going huh what's a metrovania 2d platform what's like? 2d uh, yeah. <laughs> 2d platform what world are you living in right right but yeah they, they, they definitely yeah they definitely need to get some more kid-friendly games in there just to appeal they're at this moment in time for me they're trying to appeal to everybody and the end they're ending up appealing to nobody because they're not appealing to the hardcore because all the hardcore games they're not they're, they're just missing out in so many different demographics they're, they're just it's like a scattergun and they're just not they don't know who they're going for at this yeah, moment i feel they time. need family share to really do that because you know there are Hide and Seek, Republic, you know, Sundred, all kind of younger games that would entice those people to the platform. But if I'm playing Division 2 or Crew 2 or whatever, I'm not going to go, oh, yeah, you can, I'm going to give up so you can go and play Hide and Seek. Or, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I want to be shared. And I'm not obviously going to pay twice for that either, for that privilege. So right. I think they need to sort that out soon. And that's why yeah. maybe I would I would pay a little bit more, maybe eighteen pounds or eighteen dollars, just to have a collection of six family members having one pro subscription. Hmm. Yeah, family sharing needs to be a thing. I can't stress that enough. I think we're hopefully we see it by the end of this year for sure. But I do. I'm looking at the time we're kind of close, and we still have two or three other <laughs> platforms to cover. But real quick, two games released this week for Google Stadia and. Sekiro, we've talked about Sekiro, we've talked about here multiple times, and then watch the Legions. Just want to know, people in the panel, have you guys picked any of these up for Stadia? Have you played it? What's your take? So, Frost, we'll start with you, sir. Have you tried Legions or Sekiro on uh, Stadia? Well, uh, I got both of them. The funny thing is, uh, so I was gonna, I, I got to a certain point where I got pissed at. Did you break your controller? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. okay. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't break my controller. But I was like, but I eventually got back to it, and I, I killed the bosses nice. that was bothering me. But I was, I was looking at, I was looking at it, and I was like, damn, I'm about to refund this yeah. damn game. <laughs> and so I didn't. Get, then I saw I passed my two hours. I was like, God. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. is the point of having yeah. two hours? True. It's not fair. <laughs> so, but it, it is what it is. And uh, but I like the game. Is 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 it gives you a challenge, and when you actually kill the kill the boss that you that you wanted to you know defeat, it's actually rewarding. It's like yeah, I finally got this bastard right. <laughs> after all of this struggle that I went through. So yeah, but um, and then Watchdog Legion. It's a very interesting game. It's different from the other ones because I was actually playing Watchdog Legions. I mean uh, Watchdog Two actually, and uh, you can see the differences. Uh, the cars are kind of. I don't know if the driving is better in my opinion. I don't know how, if anyone played the other ones, but sometimes it's like I'm so confused. I'm turning, but the car's not turning. It's very weird. Uh, but I enjoy the game at the end of the day. Uh, the story is kind of interesting. Um, just seeing how like a tyrannical you know government is kind of and they just let the freedom go to the government so the story is kind of interesting it's not a very character centric because you change it cool, cool. all the time but Good it's still your take on it holtz what's your take on these two games 
Well, I bought Sekiro, right, because I knew it was going to be a challenging game, but I thought to myself, even though I'm always whinging about insta-deaths and lack of skill and always getting frustrated, I wanted to put my support behind this game because, yeah. one, I love the culture that's supporting, yeah. and two, I want this game to succeed. I know it's made by um, From Software, but there's another game coming out called Elden Rings, which is by From Software, and I really want that game to come out next year on Stadia. So the way I thought I'll do it is put me money where Sekiro is to show that I'm supporting the platform oh, in hopes right. to bring a game over. And of course, I'm like, yes, I'm going to play this game. I'm going to be a shinobi in the Sengoku era, and I'm going to be. It's going to be amazing, a beautiful tale, and it's just Holt's dead, Holt's <laughs> dead, Holt. And I'm like, I, I think I need like a Mulan scene, though, where like Holt's we're going to make a shinobi out of you, and I'm sort of just laying the, the defaults. But to me, uh, it, it, I'm just going off somewhere, and it's like, but. Like I said, small increment steps, and I'm getting yeah. a little bit further, I'm getting a little bit further, but for those people who love challenges, love shinobis, love hack yeah. and slashes, please play this game, because it's beautiful, and the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. And of course, Watch Dogs Legion, I picked that up. I'm only, you know, it, it reminds me of other Watch Dogs, it wasn't something really new, it looks gorgeous, but I don't think it, to me, it looked like next gen, but mm -hmm. at the moment, I've been driving around London, happily doing a little bit of side missions, but I don't really like the way people are speaking to me on the game, but <laughs> I'm like, they all sound like a Guy Ritchie movie, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and I'm like, wow, South End London looks a bit... Is, so, yeah. But I've, I've been having fun, and I recommend if anyone likes these type of games, definitely dive in and play it. Okay. Oh, I just want to add on yeah, real yeah. quick. Um, the cool thing is, like, uh, I don't know, you can play different different ways. You can kind of go guns blazing in that game, and then another way you could play it is kind of like a, a, a like a better version to me of a hitman because I can go in super stealthy if you get the spy and she has like a silencer, so you can kind of play the game differently based on your characters as well. So, yeah. Good oh know. yeah, and the Sekiro is uh, I think it's part of Activision as well, so that's why I yeah. kind of ordered it yeah. as well because I was like, we need some Call of Duty, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from Software went with Activision on this game for some yeah. strange reason. They worked with Band Bandai Namco in the past, but they done Activision and then they switched back to Bandai Namco. Hmm. So. So again, like Holtz was saying, and for us as well, if you guys want to get more you know, games here, right? This is on Stadia. This is a good way to to do that. You know, your wallet speaks. So again, if this is a game you might be interested in slightly, really give it some consideration because again, by purchasing it, like first was saying, you have Activision and then you have, uh, like Host was saying, Jap other Japanese, you know, big titles can potentially... Well this game that I was talking, Elden Rings, it's wrote uh -huh. by George R. R. Martin, which is the writer of Game oh, of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the publisher's Bandai Namco, someone that I love. I love yeah. Game of Thrones. I love the writer. So I'm like, please right. just come to my platform <laughs> of choice. And the only way it's going to do that if you speak with your wallet. Exactly. So true. So true. So again, if you want to do that, I picked this game up too and having a good time. But Duncan, what is your take on this, these games? Okay, I'll be nice and quick. I haven't played either of them. I'm waiting for Secure to go a bit cheaper. I'm a, a cheap cheapskate, so I am. So I'm just waiting for cheaper? the interesting. It for like thirty-four. Thirty-two pound. Yeah. I think I paid thirty-two pound eighty-eight or something. 
I am not a big uh, Souls player, uh, Souls board player, because I don't have the time or the patience to play them games. So uh, I would have to get down to about the 15, 20 pound mark or 15, 20 dollar sort of mark for me to jump onto it. The interesting thing is what uh, Holtz was saying there in regards to uh, Activision. There is a definite lack of Activision on this title. If in the Stadia version, hmm. if you go into the Stadia store, it does not have published by uh, Activision, and during the startup and stuff, it doesn't. And the web page is completely separate, and it's, it looks like it's being published by From Software and Stadia. So that is just something to keep an eye on. It may have been Activision didn't want to put their name on it at this time, and they're just uh, covering themselves, so to speak. But that is. That is just something to keep an eye on. Hmm. Okay. Chief, uh, quickly taking these two games. Uh, I love the look and style of Sekiro. Uh-huh. It brought back memories of Tenchu. I don't know oh, if anybody remembers my Tenchu. Goodness. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved that style of game. Um, I love playing Tenchu. But after watching Critical Frost die about 50 times in the space of 10 minutes, I thought that's going to be me. So I might just wait for the game to either drop to a, a ridiculous price that makes me just want to jump in and you know have some fun. But yeah, I, it's definitely not for me while I've got everything else to play. And it's just the timing thing. You know, again, I've got such a, a catalogue of AAA games that I'm, I want to get through first that if I did buy it, I would feel bad because I would have spent 30 quid for a game to sit in my back catalogue for the next three to six months. So I've got so many games in my back catalogue. I've really got to think about what I want to purchase. And as much as I want to, I can't justify it. So True. Yeah, it looked really cool, though. And it's a good get, I think, for Stadia. True. Watch Dogs Legion, not on Stadia, because it's not on Ubisoft Plus. So I will continue to play it elsewhere until it becomes available via subscription. Yeah. And again, that should be. Do we have a date for that? Uh, By the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys can hold up for that, do. Um, Because again, Ubisoft Plus is going to be a thin. What I will say, though, is what I have played on Stadia is impressive. It does play very, very well on Stadia versus other platforms. So it's, it's a good port. Yeah, and you guys, if you haven't checked out the comparison video, do. Because, again, you can see the difference in that video for sure. So I just want to get into this real quick. Um, Just an update, I guess, for you guys. We were going to discuss more about it, but we're kind of close in time. So if you guys didn't know, Stadia is doing this thing called Free Code Friday. Just go to Google Stadia Twitter and uh, tweet out, Stadia sweepstakes for a chance to win a free game of Marvel's The Avengers the Deluxe Version. So if that's something you guys are interested in, just know. Just want to quickly highlight that. Happen. And the marketing teams have mentioned it on Stadia, not PlayStation 4. The Marvel. Are you serious? No, no, because no, 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 that guy advertised PlayStation yeah. 4 last time. It's the same. Yeah. He probably oh. put a disclosure. Uh, and Duncan yeah, showed he did it again. <laughs> He's done it again. Uh, Wait, he did it uh, again. Yes, yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't brought it to everybody's attention because I'm trying to keep it under the radar. But he's at his working, he's at his work again. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it was what yesterday or the day before. He's saying this is my game of the year, 
and yep. it's a screenshot of PlayStation <laughs> yeah. 4 version of Marvel's Avengers again. And it's uh, just like, oh my god. And his, his, his Twitter account is still marketing director of Google Stadium. Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, no, it, what was it? It was a re- No, it was. I'll, I'll find it here in one wee second. But it wasn't that. It was something similar to that. It was It was a PlayStation 4 game. Uh, what was it? It was. Here we go. It was Spider Man. Was his game of the year? So he's going out saying, "This is my game of the year." Didn't Spider Man come out last year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It's the same guy from last time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is what, yeah. Stadia just need a new marketing team. Period. <laughs> yeah. Reminds oh, me of when uh, those people took. Um, I don't know if you see those people who be like, "Oh, this phone is my." The phone of choice, yeah. And they, my yeah. iPhone. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, they they're being paid by Samsung to market like a Galaxy phone, and then they're like taking the picture with like an iPhone. Yeah, it's silly, silly. Yes. But that's marketing fail right there for sure. But Oscar <laughs> says fire. Yeah. Yeah, the the Alex Hutchinson thing. They mustn't have got the memo that uh, they do stupid stuff. It can go round everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so let's move. My goodness, wow. Two more platforms. Let's talk about Luna, right? Again, invites started going out again to some people. Still haven't got ours here yet and talking to other content creators that still haven't got theirs as well. Uh, just want to know, members of this panel, have you guys got your invite? And also people in the comments, let us know if you guys have got your Luna invite. And second thing I want to say about Luna, actually two other things, the control, right? Some people are getting that and they're testing it out. Just want to know what your take is on what you've seen so far in the control. And then also... Uh, someone highlighted that New World is a game that the Luna team is trying to push on Luna or, or market on Luna. So again, just want to talk to members of this panel and see what's your take on all these Luna uh, news happening this week. So to get started, Duncan, what's your take on this? Yeah, and they also added two games onto Luna Plus this week in uh, Panzer Dragoon and Castlevania Anniversary Collection were added this week as well. Nice. So they they are definitely pushing out the content there. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about the the controller, absolutely amazing. Yeah, it it is per per account, and so you can just jump seamlessly between the screens and not have to worry about pairing it up. So if you're going from your PC to your uh, Fire TV, you can just don't have to worry about doing all that faffing about uh trying to get it all paired up uh family sharing is working as intended there's been demos of that someone was uh, sorry ashes to ashes was showing off uh him and his uh child were playing two different uh, instances at the same time under family sharing so absolutely amazing uh with, was that with two lunar controllers or was that with one lunar and one separate I think I was with one, uh, two separate control controllers, but they were just go on there. Because that's what I'm interested with the lunar controller is because it's per account. If you've got two lunar controllers on one account, how does it know which game each person's playing? Yeah, you set up your account. You're actually given. He actually demonstrated that he had four different accounts set up. Okay, so one. you get a lunar controller per account. Okay. Yeah, it's. I, I, what I mean is you, you have four different accounts set up. So he had his one and then his uh, child had their one. So it must be 
you can have them all linked somehow under the one Amazon account. So they're, they're, it's maybe something we need to investigate a bit more. But yeah, they had them two different ones going at the same time. Uh, with the new word, yeah, they just dropped that. Then they took it away again. Oh, so they did. It, yeah, they it was. Oh man. So it is. So it is coming, but it's just when it's coming. So that is. Yeah, I'm a little bit annoyed about that because I paid, you know, the upfront cost for that game because it looked cool. Yeah. So for them to drop it onto the Luna Plus subscription for Ooh. for the six dollars a month or whatever, it's like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> I paid forty quid, I think it was, for that game, and to get early access to it. So are they going to refund me if I subscribe to Luna? How's that going to work? Because that's not on. It's a great question. That's a good point too, for sure. Great question. Yeah, so they, Luna seem to be just in, doing lots of quick updates all the time. So it's just really interesting. Uh, and uh, we have, uh, we just have to see how all this is going to actually pan out. And again, they were straight on the on the ball saying we're we're coming out the tenth of November here, and you can uh, jump onto Ubisoft Plus, or sorry. The Ubisoft channel. It's all the, there's too many confusing things going on here at this <laughs> at once here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I have to say I am really impressed on how they are actually uh, marketing this and being really, really interactive and they're retweeting uh, content creators as well, which is really, really good as well. That's cool. That's I'll, I'll be. Uh... We'll get to me. Holtz, what's he taking on all this uh, Luna news? Well, I've got nothing new to say, being UK-based from like last sure. week that I've said. But the whole sure. point is, is, what I was just thinking then is, I thought that list of like 72-plus games was mentioning games on day one. And Duncan's yeah. just mentioned a game that I was interested in, which was Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Yeah. And to sit there and say it came two weeks later, then I'm like, well, that wasn't day one. So I don't know know how fast or how many games you've actually got now because i've not really been paying attention mm. apart from just seeing other people's streams but they're playing the games that sort of they're focused in but then it made me laugh when you people just question it then saying how does the controller know what screen i can just imagine myself playing a game someone downstairs playing a game and mike screens going crazy and i'm like what's happening here because we've all played games where you think you're moving a character that you think is yours and it's not yeah. so yeah. Uh, oh Sorry, just uh, just while you were talking there, I do, do that's just shout at me if it gets annoying. Uh, what what actually comes up on the screen? It says you're moving to a different device here, and you can actually stop it and do that. So if you're moving, but, but what happens when we've got like like Google Wi-Fi nodes and it's just broadcasted all around our house? How would it know which area yeah, of the that- house we're in? You have to activate it. So if you're going onto your Fire TV, you're fire up the Luna app and go there. I'm playing on this now. Or if you're playing on your phone, you have to start it up. You have to start the game on the device you want to move it to. Okay. So you, you don't have to worry about the controller syncing, but you have to start it up on the device. You're. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm. I'm with Holtz. With if you've got two controllers under one account, so yeah, having them in separate accounts, fine. But if you've got two controllers on one account for uh, co-op. For example, mm. do, do you actually have to have them under separate accounts that join the game, or if you then got two paired to one account, like you said, you, somebody could be trying to play downstairs and moving your character around upstairs. So. Got, got you now. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure because there hasn't been that many controllers actually out in the wild at this moment in time. I mean, what I'm looking forward to is the assistance. I would like to actually say, you know, what I mean, push the assistance button and say now broadcast to 
bedroom TV, now broadcast to living room TV. But then what happens if someone else has got a controller and then is interrupting my gameplay upstairs? Hmm. You know, and it keeps on using the Amazon assistance to disrupt my game. I wouldn't like that. That's true. Yeah, so many questions about. Yeah. You know, imagine, imagine yeah. Kid, we, we, we want to get our hands on. Yeah. <laughs> imagine the kids asking stupid questions, and on my telly, it actually comes up the friggin' Alexa goes, "Yeah, this is how you play this game." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's all be good to test us, man. Again, still waiting for that invitation and trying to talk to Amazon PR. It's another another story, but um, Aluna Luna's PR. Um, but anywho. Did we for us just quickly have you what's you taken these all this Luna news for this week? I'm interested in trying it out, but I still haven't gotten yeah, my code yeah. like everyone else here. It's unfortunate, but yeah, oh wait, it's crazy. Cheap, as long as it doesn't come in November because I got too much to do as it is. <laughs> I know, oh my goodness, right? Yeah, we have a really booked November, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Hopefully, it doesn't, right? But Poor Chief Streams will have like seven comparisons in November for games. <laughs> I'm capping it at four. There's, yeah. if, if there's more than four for one game, it's going to be multiple videos. It falls bad enough, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, a lot of work goes to what he does with the comparison. It's insane. It's insane. But people seem to love. Yeah, it. I selected three. Huh? I selected three. I selected three screens because yeah. <laughs> sometimes four can give that too. I was like, I don't yeah. know what's yeah. to look it's, at. It's a lot. It's a lot. Again, a lot of work goes into that for sure. Um, all right. So again, quickly gonna hop onto Game Pass, Game Streaming, X Cloud News, um, and not a lot here. I believe certain games was uh, added. I think they said ten. Um, don't know. All the 10 games, but as we're talking, I can pull it up. But something I did want to talk about, uh, people have been asking the question, will Game uh, Game Pass prices increase, right? With the acquisition of Bethesda and all of the stuff that Microsoft's trying to do with Game Pass. And Phil Spencer has officially confirmed that the price is going to stay the same, right? Which is a good thing. People are expecting it to go up to like 20 bucks. Or maybe even more. So, just want to know for the people on the panel, what's your take on uh, XCloud prices staying the same? Does that excite you? Do you think it should be cheaper, or do you think they should higher the price size? So, to get started, uh, Holtz, what's your take on this news by Phil Spencer? I think it's at the moment he's only saying that to push his hardware and the service now. But I think it's inevitable to actually it's actually going to go up with inflation and the, the amount of platform. Not the studios they got. I think it's going to go up by a few pounds. But by that time, they will give you the heads up in a few years that it's going to go up. So don't expect it to be the same price now. But by that time, when it actually goes up, they're going to have great other tiers. They're going to have cheaper tiers for everyone now. So at the moment, they're keeping it quiet. But in the future, when you've got more options, then you'll say, well, we're going to bring Game Pass Platinum, but we're also going to bring Game Pass Base. So there's going to be different tiers for everyone. So for me... If they offered me more games that I'm interested on Game Pass for a higher price, I will actually pay it. Yeah. So true. I don't want to be that person that always wants to say it's set of 15, but I'm also that type of gamer that if they can offer me a third of the cost just for the cloud without the Xbox Live, without this, I'll also take that as well. So mm. I have to think about it when I go forward in this platform. Right. 
I do just quickly gonna say I do think something that XCloud is lacking is just triple A third party games and like I can't have XCloud be my main cloud gaming platform because again that means I'll be missing out on games like Cyberpunk. So channels, you know, something that Luna's doing I think will be a good fit for XCloud for sure. Um anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. But let's just check in with the price increase. Uh, Duncan, what's your take on this? Yeah, that, that's two contradictory things he said in the last week. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think Marchief knows what I'm talking about here. Because uh, last week we were talking about the streaming stick was going to maybe, maybe be free on higher tiers of Game Pass. Okay. So uh, I, I think there may... Game, the Game Pass we know now may may not change, but I think we're going to get a, a, a higher tiered one where maybe to chuck in more first party game or not more first party, more third party games and things like that. Uh, but and, as Holt said, eventually it will go up due to the inflation. It, it, it's just an inevitable, but I can't say. It. Someone else said Sorry. Yeah, but it's it's it is interesting that uh, he's came out and said that. I, I I'm I'm happy enough with the the game pass model, but with what you were saying yes, uh, about the not being able to play like cyberpunk etc. Yeah. Phil, Phil Spencer was on record saying you will be able to access uh, games you buy eventually on xcloud as well so nice yeah so that is something to keep an eye on not sure when that's going to come it's maybe well it's long finger sort of thing but that is on the plans for xcloud that'll be awesome yeah they need something similar to that but good to know again duncan with the info man can always always reliable when it comes to that cool chief what's your take on this yeah i think it's going to increase at some point you know, but I don't think it's going to increase until they figure out what xCloud is going to be. I think there's probably going to be a, an xCloud only with either a streaming stick or just a, a mobile. You, know, you can have xCloud for eight ninety nine a month or whatever, um, whatever the PC equivalent is. PC Game Pass is, what, I think, $8 or seven ninety nine or something um, just for the PC version. So I think they are going to push that ultimate. Now, with the Series X dropping, they didn't want to scare anybody off, I think. Yeah. So keeping that 16 or $15 a month for having all your Series X um, games, I think is the way that they're going to push that. But I've obviously bumped up to the All Access, so I didn't have to drop the money on the um, console initially, and it actually worked out cheaper over the two years to go full access than it did to buy the console and then buy Game Pass on top, say. So, Weird logic there, but it, I think you end up getting about three or four months Game Pass for free by doing it that way. So it just made sense to do it. Um, so, you know, as you said, inflation is inevitable that the price will go up at some point, but wait and see. It, it's another subscription that I'm paying for that I'm barely using at the moment. So yeah. right, when the Series X arrives, it's going to save me a lot of money on comparisons. But <laughs> other than that, it's just another sub in the background. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For us, uh, what's your take? I know you just got back. Didn't know if you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hopefully I get a couple of breaths in before I speak. Uh, anyway, um, I, I kind of like it. The thing about like the Xbox cloud service or 
uh, that you have so many games that I don't know if it's kind of like Netflix. You never know what to choose when you play it. So it's like I'm like I'm hyped that they have all these games, but I never know what to play. So that's the only problem I have with it. So I just terminated my subscription, like because I don't need another bill coming at me for no reason. Yeah, but I still like it, Um, especially when the new games come out, the exclusives. That's when I see it being beneficial. Um, I do see them raising the price or having different models because they just got to know the studio and they're like, it's not beneficial to some of the studios because they're not really getting paid for the work they do. So I do see it going up. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I personally, if it goes up any higher, I don't know. I'll just be real with you guys because like Chief was saying, I hardly play xCloud. I mean, I just download my P... uh, the PC version game and played on Shadow or Max Sense. I hardly use the service unless they upgrade the service. If they put the Series X blades there, and I mean it's part of par with Stadia, then I will consider paying more. But as like I'm not giving them more than fifteen dollars right now until they update that. But as far as um again, one of my biggest thing with it, I would love to see some AAA third-party games come to the platform instead of just all Microsoft first-party studio. But I do have to say, if you do love Microsoft first-party studio, Minecraft, Rare Games, and all those things, then this is this is really good, really good for you. But it might not it might not be for everyone, including myself. Huh? So I don't know the price hikes. I'm just not gonna go for it. Um, with it realistically speak i might just get the pc one and just use that for sure but anyway that's it for x cloud quickly again if i didn't get in one if i'm missing something just hop in but just want to quickly cover the shadow news right for those of you guys living in the u.s the states you can now upgrade storage to shadow and that's a big thing i don't know if it's available in uk chief correct me if, yeah, they fix the bug so you can upgrade your storage so, in the UK again. In UK as well. So that's been the biggest thing because I believe you only get 256 uh, gig internal storage. So it's not a lot. I mean, if you want to download the game like Call of Duty Black Ops with uh, Warzone, right? That pretty much fills that whole space. So now you can upgrade. So just want to know anyone in this panel, if like still use Shadow, excited about that upgrade, just feel free to hop on. Discussion. Yeah, I have been, I have been playing on Shadow this week, so I have, and I will be tr- trying out the the quest app which they have d- opened up this week, where you can uh, hook up uh, to side quest and you can play your Shadow on your Oculus Quest oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. That that app dropped down uh, this week. Uh, haven't had a chance to actually do it yet, but it's on my list to do. I'm really looking forward to actually trying that to see how it works. Make a video. I definitely love to see what that looks like for sure, too. I don't have a quest, but I'm very curious to see what that looks like. How about you? Anyone hop on? What's your take on uh, Quest 2? Is it not going to have Facebook Cloud Gaming? No? Oh, oh, yeah. Eventually. Those are wastes. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Hold so, what's your take on this? Any are you excited for more I storage? I haven't been I haven't been using it this week to be honest. And yeah. I checked the storage and I a few weeks ago I was interested in storage, but then if I was interested in storage, I'll do it annual. 
So it makes the same okay. price roughly. Yeah. So annual subscription with extra storage, five twelve, would be the same price as I'm paying now for monthly. But I was a bit scared that I would have to be tied to the annual and then they wouldn't offer me an upgrade when higher tiers are available. So mm. I stood back a little bit and just said, okay, I'm happy with what I'm doing. The internet speeds are quite fast. And I'm not playing big, huge games that are like 150 gig in size. So at the moment, I'm just plodding along a little bit with the, with xCloud and Stadia using my shadow. Okay. I'm yeah. mostly using shadow to stream GeForce Now Stadia. That still works for you. I i don't know how you do that, man. I try to get my camera to show up and I fail every single time. That's what you I don't do. know. I, I can do it from both my Mac and my PC. So I... I don't understand how everybody's having so many issues huh. and it works fine. But oh. yeah, just follow the guide. Just uninstall them, reboot, reinstall. Usually works for me. Interesting. Okay. Frost, what's your take on Shadow? Have you have you tried it? What's your take on more storage too? I've always been interested in Shadow just for playing other games, but ever since I bought my PC, I haven't touched it because I my PC True. does a good enough job, so I don't really need it. And I kind of stream off of the PC as well. So it would be I was I was interested in it at first, but then I saw the pricing compared to other things like <laughs> GeForce Now. I was like, why am I paying more? I could just pay True. five dollars. <laughs> and they're like, I used to play it would be necessary when I used to play on my MacBook, because I had my MacBook was from 2014, so it was like a fossil at this point. <laughs> but now it's not even necessary for you to use Shadow. So just real quick, I um, want to answer this, uh, bring this up to members of the panel. Xbox guy and PlayStation guy talking about fast load times on new consoles, but Stadia is so fast to load games. Any thoughts? Any members want to take this on? I've got lots of thoughts on this. Yeah. I'll be proving it for sure in 10 days, roughly? Yeah. 11 days? Yeah. But um, initial thoughts are, Stadia is in trouble, um, big time, um, especially with Series X quick resume. Uh, that thing is nuts. So, you know, Stadia is going to lose another USP, I think. And, you know, Luna is nipping at its heels as well. Uh, I did the Luna versus Stadia comparison on the channel of the load speeds, and Luna is already winning in its early access state on a few of those titles. So I'll be confirming that, obviously, for sure, when we get full access. But... From the streams that we've seen and the load times that we're seeing from Luna and Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, advantage, advantage for much longer, if at all. Have you seen the new one, which is doing the rounds now with Astro? Astro's Playroom? It's like two seconds or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that Spider-Man one, which I think uh, which someone has broke the NDA on. Oh my god, <laughs> is yeah, I think that's like six seconds. It's like nuts yeah. from um, from like as, as a quick resume. I think not as a cold oh, start. No. no, that was a cold start. If that was a cold start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Holy crap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you actually watch it again, there is a load screen there. It's only up for a brief second, and then it goes into the menu, and then it clicks into the save game, and away he goes. Oh, don't, don't build me hope up. I've got Miles Morales Ultimate, and I've got a PS5, and if no, that doesn't do six seconds, I'll be like, ah, lies, lies. <laughs> like, 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 I, like, I've got, I can wait 30 seconds, but if it's, if yeah. it's any more than that, I'm going to throw a tantrum. 
Yeah. <laughs> but Chief, uh, I think Jerry also said he's going to be comparing it, but you are going to be comparing NextGen as well, too, right? So it's going to be pretty oh, cool yes. to see, man. It's going to be cool. To and see. also, I'm going to have a 3080 with a PCIe MV4 also in a couple of weeks. So you know, I'll probably be able to cold start my PC and launch the game <laughs> in about 30 seconds. So we'll have to see. Interesting. All right, fellas, want to respect the time. It is about that time, but want to give members of this panel a chance to just let you guys know what they're doing, where you can find them. So to get started, Holtz, where's that channel at? Sir? The whole point is, I listen here, I'm going to rename this channel as like Dumb Cloud Gamer because, listen here, I was playing Sekiro, right, thinking I'll play some games as a premiere, and I'm just terrible at it. And unless you want to see some comedy of me swearing at the telly, or then the other day, me playing uh, Attack on Titan Japanese with a muted mic. Then I'll, I'll yeah. finally entertain you. But at the moment, <laughs> I thought to myself, I'm going to wait for the Series X. I'm going to wait for Assassin's Creed. I'm going to wait for the games that I know I can actually play and dive right in. So you might actually see me with Yakuza like a dragon. You might see me with Miles Morales. You might actually see me with Assassin's Creed, Valhalla. There's going to be loads of games that I can name. And maybe you might actually see me this week with um, Zan Yam Sword 7. Oh. I would so, you know that. I mean? make that a thin. Yeah. yeah. To practice hopes. Yeah. I, practice. I, I don't know Chinese, so you won't be hearing me trying to kill not and it'll just be <laughs> me plodding along. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Duncan, what do you do and where can people find you, sir? If you can check us out, uh, Cloudy with Games, and uh, we check out the news there all the time. You can find me at One to Escape on Twitter as well. And I'm just going to plug our We Play Along tomorrow night at 9 o'clock UK, which is 4 o'clock Eastern, which uh, holds gets crashed into a lot on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrible experience. You, you think you're good, like, and so someone plays dirty, you play dirty, we're just blaming everyone. <laughs> Sounds like fun. How about you, Frost? Where can people find you? What do you do, sir? Uh, well, you can find me. I don't know if you guys can hear me, right? I'm good? Yeah, you're <laughs> <Okay>. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find me on um, Twitter. It's Critical Frost. Uh, I think it's spelled the same way. No, it's just, it's just Critical Frost. I mean, Critical F, actually. Um, you can find me on Twitch. I sometimes play. That's how Chief saw me die like 15 times in a row. Uh, Critical Frost um, 1, and on YouTube, just Critical Frost, same thing. Cool, cool. And you know us here, Cloud Gaming Extreme, do comparison videos, how-tos, gameplay vids. And yeah, man, this is pretty cool. Every Saturday we do this, and it's pretty cool to just talk with people who are Cloud Gaming enthusiasts about Cloud Gaming subject, news, and topics. So... 2 p.m. we do this for us. It's good having you as a guest, man. You know, like thank you. Yeah, yeah. So it's good just chatting cloud gaming with you. But appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you guys next Saturday at 2 p.m. as well. All right, till next time. Peace out.